Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Zozo! Hello, mate. How are you? I'm all right. I'm good. I'm actually having quite a nice week. How about you? Um, What day is it? Friday. Well, um, I've had quite a nice week. I had the first half of it, lots of filming, did loads of like nice fashion content and lots of other bits and pieces. I liked your hair tutorial. Thank you. Oh, I want that now. Yeah, do you know what? It's one of them. Like you see everybody on Instagram using it, but until you try something with your, you know, the same type of hair as you, you know, someone who's got curly hair, they got that gorgeous bounce. It looked lovely, and then I tried it first off, and I just couldn't get that curl in the end. So I wanted to take a little bit of time to get used to used to the product before I filmed anything. Yeah, we just like to point out as well. This is not an ad or a paid. This is just literally genuinely we love. Well, I say we. I haven't tried it yet, but I know exactly what I'm going to go and buy because your hair just looks so dreamy afterwards. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, no, I bought that off of Amazon, like (laughs) paid for it or whatever. (laughs) Absolutely, we're not in contact with the brand or anything like that. So, yeah, um, hopefully you all enjoyed it as well. Yeah, it was nice. Won't we, Zoe? Yeah, we're going to be doing an Amanda Harrington. um, I've already filmed it. A face tan tutorial for the instant tan um the instant tan which I sleep in because I think it just looks better in the morning when you can actually wash it but yeah that's really good as well because to be honest with you we're not going away on holiday are we so we might as well look like we've been to sunshine look like we've been (laughs) yeah (laughs) without all the memories yeah exactly um yeah so last week we opened up the uh conversation didn't we so we sort of put out the question to ask us whatever you want to ask us you can be nosy we've jumped on g because i haven't told you about the most exciting thing that's happened to me this week and this is going to blow your mind right so two girls locally have started a business called organized so organize hyphen d right yeah so like detox d junk all the rest of it and they're called Haley and Gemma, and they got in touch with me through a friend actually and said look we live locally to you obviously i live in surrey and they said we've just started this business we are one of us has got ocd and the other one's worked in like interiors and fashion and they were like we've joined up together and we want to come in and help you organize your house because basically oh you know that i live in complete like chaos i just i've got, so I've got I, no though. coffee table i've got no rug i've got um there's boxes 
is still here from when we moved in. We moved in in March. Um, we haven't got enough wardrobe space. Basically, I, it's stressing me out and making me feel quite anxious. So the girls were like, how about we come and have a look at the house? Obviously, they're still allowed to because... Yes, it, they are, yeah. yeah. You know, they're still, they wore their masks and they kept it at a distance, but they came around and then they've put a plan together and they're going to come and spend a couple of days helping me throw stuff away and give it to the charity shops. Oh my yes. gosh, that is amazing. Do you know what though? There are so <gasps> many companies like this across the UK. There's a mum at um, Axel School who does it. She's called Organised by Cat, and she covers Essex. Um, so, you know, if you are struggling like Zoe and I yeah. with this kind of thing, it's such a good investment to make because it's not just an investment in your house. It's an investment for your mind as well. We touched on it, didn't we, G? How it's making us feel that there's there's just a lot of stuff with nothing. I don't know where anything is. You know, even just taking the kids out for a walk or not being funny because there's like two pairs of hands here and people put things in different places. I will spend like 10 minutes looking for a fucking hat for Kit and it's driving me mad. Yes, no. I don't know whether it's because we're spending so much more time at home as well that it's harder to keep on top of the house yeah. and where everything goes because we're here so much more. I don't know what it is, but you know what? There is help out there. So if anyone's yes. feeling like us, then look, you know, look someone up. Yeah, um, and I'm going to be doing a full, we're going to be filming everything so you can see before and after videos <gasps> and see I if, they, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> right, today's Q&A, you were saying, we opened it up to you guys. Yeah, so we opened it up to you to ask us whatever you wanted. You could be nosy or ask us for some advice. So should we go straight in? My baby is one month old. Everyone told me to expect to feel low and to lose my identity, have mum guilt, experience huge life changes and generally really struggle. I'm very open-minded, but I don't feel any of these things. Sadly, all the advice has left me feeling like I'm doing something wrong. Or that I just don't care enough. I'm really loving motherhood and know that I'm lucky. Um, is it okay to feel like this? And why don't people believe that I'm being honest? Do you know what? It's amazing that you feel like that. Yeah. And like, so, you know, there's loads of things which we're supposed to feel and we might not. Um, and this is a good, this is a good thing that you're enjoying it. So, you know go with that because it's incredible that you're loving it there might be times that you're not loving so much you know in a couple of months down the you know a couple of months down the line or a couple of years down the line there might be different things that you find hard but if you're enjoying it right now then that's incredible I don't, I don't yeah. know what else to say. I, I think it's really important to communicate the fact that you are absolutely fine and I think you can say this in a very calm way and I think actually People only ever put their opinions on you um, when they need, it's almost like um, deflection. So it's like they felt like that. So they think yes. you should feel like that. It's like you put your own stuff onto other people. So I would very calmly turn around to the people that keep saying this to you and say, I would just like to tell you right now, I'm not experiencing any of those things currently. So I just need your love and support. Thank you. Thank you for your advice. I hear you. But I'm absolutely okay. And I think at that point, once you've taken back control and you've told yeah. them how you're feeling, firstly, don't ever feel that, you know, anybody that makes you feel you don't care enough or any of that bullshit, it's fucking, as I said, it's bullshit. Just ignore yeah. it. Tell them exactly. that you're fine and you crack on with you. And we are so over the moon that you are feeling like you've got your shit together at this point. Your baby's one month old. Well done. You're smashing yeah. it. Exactly, yeah. absolutely. Another question here from, I think it is Nicola. Um, going to start trying to conceive in the new year, what should we make the most of doing pre-baby? 
<laughs> so much I want to say. I know. I mean, where do we even start? <laughs> Sleeping. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sleeping. Spontaneity. That's one thing, like doing things spontaneously. Which is difficult um, in lockdown, but... Which I know is difficult, but hopefully, you know, in the new year, it might not be so difficult um, to do that. But yeah, just doing things when you want to do them. That's the thing I miss the most, just yeah. being able to make last minute plans, go anywhere you want at any time. It's those things that I miss having kids. There's a lot more planning goes into having children when you've got children. I really miss getting the papers getting a really amazing big cup of coffee or tea having breakfast like a bacon sandwich and just sitting in bed until like yeah. 11 or like a really unnatural like a really late amount of 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 time on a Sunday to stay in bed just just keep staying there just keep staying there sno- snoozing maybe a bit of morning sex maybe not maybe watch like sex in the city the film just you know do whatever I, just whatever I want to do yeah, and don't feel guilty about doing nothing. That's the yeah. other thing. I think before having children, if I was, you know, in bed till midday or whatever, I'd feel yeah. really guilty. Don't, absolutely don't. You've got your whole life to have to get up at 6am. <laughs> Hold on, do you feel guilty for staying in bed till midday before you had your kids? Yeah, before I had kids. No, yeah, you're I weird. Mean, no one thinks like I, you. I never would do that. I never would do it. I'd always think I needed to be doing something else. You're such Um, a keno. You are a keno. You literally, if you open up the dictionary definition of keno, it says Georgia fucking Dayton. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I did. So yeah, that's, I think that is what it is, isn't it? Stay in bed as long as you can. Love that. Um, Hey to Claire. She has asked, Zoe, what do you ask um, the hairdresser to do for those highlights? I'm thinking of having highlights. I'm totally dark. Okay. Um, Firstly, my hairdresser is called Katie and she owns a salon in Chiswick called May 5. And Katie is, I mean, she worked for 20 years in one of the main salons in London or 15 years and then decided, you know what, I know exactly what I'm doing now. I'm going to set up on my own. She's kind of got her own style. So it's, it's, it's hot. I have a head of highlights, but then I have a really tiny root stretch, but not to my natural root color to slightly lighter. So darker than the highlights, but lighter than my natural dark because I'm really dark, really, really dark. And actually I was finding that if I was just having the highlights, it was like building up the color and suddenly I was looking like Hollywood Barbie. So um, really you can either give May 5 a quick call and see if they can get you in or just um, ask for a head of highlights, but to weave in your own natural color and to make the highlights really thin and then I really recommend uh, a little bit of a root stretch yeah see I I said this to Zoe the other day I don't really like a root stretch no Georgia doesn't like it because she likes no, color around her face. yeah yeah I so it's difficult but you know what if if you don't live you know close to Chiswick or um or know of like a good color specialist then there's a certain level of training. So if you're a L'Oreal colour specialist, it's basically like having a degree in colour. Yeah. Um, so if you look for a salon that have L'Oreal colour specialists, they will be able to do all of this like fancy yeah. colouring methods. Yeah. Um, so yeah. But I find because you've said you're really dark, I'm really dark and I and I found the buildup of like blonde around my face was washing my my skin colour out it was too much I went really blonde last year and I was looking back at photos and I actually much prefer myself a bit darker yeah, yeah. it's hard isn't it it's hard to get it right it is um, how to make time for your partner when you're both tired as fuck <laughs> Tired as I didn't fuck. even want to say that word, but I had to. <laughs> Go on, G. 
Oh, well, this is really difficult. Um, I think, Zoe, you were the one who gave me this tip. At the end of the day, to completely wash the day off, go and have a shower after you've put the kids to bed. And I think you feel refreshed and revived and like you could give some time to the other person. Mm. As much as planning is a little bit rubbish, sometimes I think you do have to do that. If you've got loads of other stuff to do in the evening, just to think to yourself, do you know what? No, Thursday evening... It doesn't matter how much washing there is to do or how much other stuff there is to do for the next day. That's it. It's our night. We're having like our own night and we're both going to put away our phones and we're not doing anything else and we're just going to be there for each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know what? It's really difficult when you're so tired. <laughs> Yeah, and I think it's really easy to fall back on that crutch of being exhausted because we all do it. Georgia and I do it constantly. I find myself yeah. saying it, you know, suddenly becomes a competition about how tired you are. And I think yeah. if you just get the kids to bed, go on the clear up, sit in front of the telly, play on your phone, you, you know, you might as well be doing it alone um, if yes. you've got your partner sitting next to you, but you're not communicating. So I don't know. There are certain things. Um, I really like the idea of leaving your phone in a different room or putting your phone to bed. That was a suggestion that was given to us. And I try and do that after I've done my work. Um, and also just cooking something and making it, you know, we can't go out for dinner. So making it into a thing. So just be like, right, let's cook together. Doesn't need to take that long. A 15 minute, like a stir fry takes 10 minutes, doesn't it? And then just sit and just try and have a conversation, which doesn't revolve around the kids. Yeah. Um, and also, um, bit personal but you know we share a lot last night right Jozo and I were having an intimate moment and normally we would keep the lights on and last night we didn't have the lights on and there was <laughs> maybe it's because we both had our eyes closed and we were thinking about other people no we weren't I'm joking but, um it, there was something about the sensory the sensory like that that sense coming in where it wasn't visual it was you know imaginary and it, it just changed the dynamics of and I wonder if there's something in that I'll do some investigating because I've never done it I always like to have the lights on but last night it was different and it was really nice and it felt it felt different yeah I was gonna say as well like even just to separate the day from the evening and separate your normal life to, to your life with your partner even just putting candles on in the evening and turning the lights off it creates a different atmosphere um and one yeah. that you can feel a little bit more relaxed and I don't know yeah also, if, you, if you haven't washed your hair for like four, three or four days and you've got it in a bun turn the lights off and they they think you look like you know Jessica exactly. Alba and you don't yes <laughs> <laughs> there we go turn the lights off and what is it like going from one baby to two babies from Lizzie? <laughs> I love the phrase one's fun and two's a zoo <laughs> it's fucking chaos yeah it is chaos but it's it's really weird because there's so many things that are easier um it, it's easier I would say than having going from naught to one yes but I agree. It's, just, it's just busier that's I think the best way to describe it isn't it you've got obviously more to do but you know what you're doing so that's exactly the right way of describing it you don't have the chance to nap um like you did when you were pregnant with your first or you know when you had the first you could sleep when they sleep because you've got another child to look after so that side of it you are a bit more knackered but you're, you're like you're a pro you've done it you've changed all the nappies you know what you're doing you know if they get too hot you know if they're not sleeping you know what I mean like you just know the stuff a yeah bit better. I, 
I also think you are probably a little bit more relaxed as well the second yeah. time round. Um, I think you care less what people think. Um, you Could found you your own. You care less about the child. You care <laughs> no, less. You thinking. care less. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what though? I mean, I don't know about you though, but with Axel, he probably didn't have like juice till he was a certain age. Didn't have Harry bows till a certain age. I mean, Gigi pretty much came out the womb eating Harry bows. Um, I'm so much more relaxed. With I mean, you say like that. that, right? You say that, but you forget when we went to that Cheltenham Park that one day and Axel, oh, yeah. James gave Axel an ice cream and Luna had some. And I was like, oh my God, this is her first ever ice cream. I think they must have been about a year old. Not, I think it must have been. And, um, and, and James was like, the first ever ice cream. Oh, I've been giving Axel ice cream since he was about, you know, six months old. And your face, yeah, you're had. like, you've done what? Yeah, he had. He used to sneak out in the afternoons and take them to like whatever, you know, those crazy dessert places. Yes. And he used to order one one for Axel and one for him. Like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Anyway, listen, you could, uh, Lizzie, you've got this. You you know what you're doing. You have. You'll be fine. Um, How do I support my sister after the birth of her first baby in a few days, even though I can't see her? Oh, that's difficult, isn't it? Um, this is really difficult, but I think the only thing that you can do is um, be there over WhatsApp, over you know Zoom call, FaceTime. Just make sure that she knows that you're there for her. Um, check in, ring her every day. Maybe send some stuff to the house, like a big lasagna or you know yes. some sort of cottage pie or something from Cook. We like the Cook vouchers, um, just so that she knows that you know it's almost like you want to do all of the stuff but but you can't physically be there so yeah she's just got to know that you're there for her I think exactly like anything like Zoe said dropping off food or even just saying if you want to dump your washing you know your dirty washing in a bag on the front doorstep I'll come and collect it depends on where they live yeah if if you're close close. Mm. yeah if you're close and you can do that then it is things like that um anything you can do to take the day-to-day chores out of the equation by not going into the house. If there's anything like that, that's the, the best thing you can do right now, um, as well as obviously chatting to her and being there for her. And also, I think if you think you're being irritating by messaging and phoning every day, I don't think you are. You know, it's one yeah. of those ones that actually, it's better for somebody to turn around to you and say, thanks so much for checking in every day. You could probably check in every other day rather than going, where have you been? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, definitely. That's a good one. Um, how much TV did you let your toddler watch? I feel so guilty when I need to get jobs done. Oh my God, Katie, do you not feel guilty? That's the electronic nanny and, and that that person, electronic nanny has a place. <laughs> do you know what as well, right? I mean, I don't know why we feel guilty about TV because I swear Axel has learnt so much, which I would never have been able to teach him through the TV. Like yeah. so much. Like it doesn't have to be about, you know, it's not a bad thing. Like most of the kids' programs that are on have some kind of benefit to them, don't they? Like whether they're learning about, you know, socializing, whether they're learning about I mean, Axel's obsessed with a program called Grace's Amazing Machines. Like she he learns about, I don't know, how cars work. Stuff I don't know. Um <laughs> is absolutely brilliant. Like that I I I can't fault it also um, Ben and Holly I mean that is a great yeah, show some of the episodes show. Betty Caterpillar 
you know, when they go down jelly, jelly flood. Listen, I just don't think, I think TV has a place in, in, in life and, you know, coming from a telly background myself, how much I love it and the medium of it and everything else, you know, it it, it was part of my world from when I can remember. And I love getting immersed in a good drama or a good film or whatever. And I think I have a balance where the TV is not on all the time, but if I know the kids have been either at preschool all day or they've been running around in the garden or we've been out for a massive walk, you know, the TV's going to be on. They're going to be having a movie or, you know, having a couple of hours where they're watching it. And that's fine for me. Yeah. So I think you make your own rules up on what is right. But if the balance is there, balance is, I mean, if your child is watching nine hours of telly a day, that would be too much probably. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was going to say the only time when I found it to be an issue, and I did speak about this at the time, is when um, I found with Axel, like his behavior would change. Yes. So, I'd know if he'd been sat watching too much TV, if he was then really erratic or, you know, was being a bit crazy at bedtime or whatever. There was always a link with the amount of screen time he'd had. Yes. Um, so it was things like that just cutting down. I think actually that might have been during the last lockdown. He was probably was. watching a bit too much. Mm. Um, and then once we started to cut down, or also we just changed the type of programme. Um, he, he wasn't watching programmes that he could just sit and, you know, sit and relax and watch. I started getting him to watch programmes that he had to maybe think about a bit more. Yeah. Um, and that helped. So, yeah, it's all just about what's right for you and, and your little one. Um, also, we've started doing this thing in the last, I guess it's probably in the last sort of six to eight months. But once the kids go upstairs for their bath, they don't come back down again. Um, that We used to, you know, after the bath, maybe watch another half an hour of telly. Um, uh, I don't know yeah. why. We just got into a habit of doing it. So once the kids have gone upstairs for their bath at half five, they do not come down. They don't yes, come back we down. Do that. And, you know, they're in their pajamas by like 10 to 6. We have stories. We have a little play upstairs. And then they're both in bed now. I get them in bed between quarter past and half past six. That's the time the kids yeah. are going to bed because it's dark outside. Yeah. And, you know yeah. what? Regardless, Luna is going to come in at um, between 6 and 6.30 anyway. So I'm like, the earlier she goes to bed, the better she is. That was a bit of a turning point, actually, cutting the TV out after bath. Yeah. No, do you know what? I do think sometimes you're a bit wired even yourself like I know if I've been sat watching like a program that I'm completely like in you know completely invested in that when I try to go to bed and switch off I find it really 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 difficult um and so your kids will be the same um you know watching tv just before bed a lot of them not all of them I'm sure but will still be like hyped up by what, what they've just watched yeah um so yeah don't feel guilty Baby's names you love but didn't use? I think you'd be good on this. I actually had a list, didn't I? Do you remember? Uh, let me think. Oh, yeah, find I the like, list. Yeah, I'm going to find the list. I've got it somewhere. Here we go. Right. We can laugh at some of them if we want. <laughs> um, Bloom, Marlo, Violet, Viola, Luella, Lila, Tibby, Cece, Bibi, Nova, Vivi. Tibby, <gasps> you've got, I mean, these, I'm just reading like as they are. TB, Vivi, Tallulah, Bessie, Blossom, Bowden, Lulu, Blossom. Aria, Lia, Layla, Lia. Mimi, Ma- Lila, oh. M- Mimi, Myla, Opal, Cecily, Finella, Lumi, Colette, Sage. <laughs> I mean, I had a long old list. Sage. Basil, mint. 
Well, they're all they're all quite similar sounding names, though, aren't they? They are. I was definitely there was a vibe there, wasn't there? When I was writing that list, there was yeah. a definite. Um, but how did you cut? How did you um, come up with Kit's name? Oh, I only ever had two boys' names, and that was that was Kit and River. And I'm quite I'm kind of devastated that we didn't call Kit Kit River because he, he, he I gave him my dad's name which is really lovely so he's Kit Peter Doran Jones but um I'm actually going to give it to Luna so Luna when we registered Luna because Luna Doran Jones quite a powerful name like I just didn't feel like I could fit a middle name in there but yeah. um Luna River is beautiful so we're, when we um we've got something else that we need to get done next year when we do that we're going to go in it's just to do with with me changing my name so we're going to do that and we're going to give Luna River and so yeah, then, oh, then, yeah, and then Summer is the only other girl's name that I really like. But I feel like I like it's a bit Summer. I know I like the name Summer. I really, yeah. I can't even think of any other um, boys' names we had. I think Leo might have been one that we Gorgeous. liked. Um, but yeah, do you know what? We didn't even look at boys' names because I swear on the second time I went out with James when we were like seventeen, he <laughs> said, "Oh, by the way, um, if I have a son, I'm going to call him Axel." That. Oh. That and that was that, and he just kept reminding me of that, like all the time as our relationship went on. He'd drop it in, you know, every year or every six months or whatever. So there was never a question when we found out we were having a boy. Like it wasn't even up for discussion. As if James said that to you on your second date, one, he's a keno as well. You still so perfect for each other. <laughs> and you know when he Thank first thought of it, he was ten. He reckons wow. when he decided that. I mean, what what is up with him? That is odd, isn't it? Um, so yeah, we're both kinos. Love that. So we'll be back right after this. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back. Now, where were we? Oh, should I wash Stinky Bunny? nine months old settles herself by sucking the ears but it stinks so you're the best oh, mate. Alex you and me we're, we're meant to be together because I had sucky buddy for three and a half years I think and I'm telling you that was the rankest rank I mean the smell sometimes I could smell him from the bathroom and he'd be in the bedroom and I washed him and washed him the advice I'd give to you is definitely wash sucky yeah. bunny but or stinky bunny whatever you've called him but um but yeah you just cannot lose him like that's the one thing that panicked me so much and actually in three and a half years we never lost him once have you um, not 
No, no, no. And now she sucked his ear off. So she doesn't, she still sleeps <laughs> with him. Olfi, his name's Olfi, but, um, but she doesn't suck him anymore because she's got no ear. Do you not remember that post that I put up about Yes, it? I do remember. She was fine with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ugh, it's so difficult. I was going to say like Axel has had this monkey and elephant for like, you know, forever. Yeah. But he's kind of like, we lost it for a bit and then we found it and he's not really into them. Whereas with Gigi, she's got a monkey and elephant, which Axel picked for her when she was born. But I actually bought duplicates. So I re- obviously I knew that they were going to get stinky. So now I've got a couple of each. So I can put one in the wash and then give her the other one. And she doesn't know the difference. Um, right. So that is a bit of a tip. If if you haven't given your child a comforter yet, then that's that's a good way to do it. Yeah, like that. <laughs> um, but definitely they need washing. Here's one. You j- take this one, G. How do you deal with anxiety about your children's health, things in their mouth, etc.? Oh my goodness, I'm like the worst person to answer this question because I am like the opposite of health and safety. Yeah, I Um, am too. Yeah, like my dad, as if you follow us on Instagram, you'll know, messages me constantly telling me off for (laughs) for letting Gigi put mud in her mouth, letting her climb up the loft ladder, all of that kind of stuff. Um, I'm quite relaxed about that kind of thing, um, especially with the putting things in mouths. I find it harder now, for sure. I'm definitely a little bit more anxious now when we're out and about, you know, in the playground or anywhere like that. But at home... I'm pretty chilled as long as I'm watching Gigi like with little things as long as I'm watching her I try I don't know it's really difficult I I sort of err on the side of I want them to learn about danger themselves without um you know without having to to make them anxious as well I don't want to put like put my anxiety onto them so I try and be as chilled as possible and I know like at the moment this is probably the complete wrong thing to say but when it comes to putting mud and you know bits and pieces in their mouths for germs I'm quite I'm all about build, building up their immunities and stuff. And I think sometimes if we live in like a really sterile um, home, then they probably will pick everything up when they get out to school and nursery and stuff. Yeah, I think Georgia and I think exactly the same way on this. Um, but this is very much how you view life and yeah. we're not here to tell you how you should no. or shouldn't be feeling. But um, I think both of us feel that the kids need to build up immunity to things and they need to get bugs and they need to, you know, in terms of their health, you know, we always just try and, you know, f- give them give them their greens when we can and you know look after them but in terms of like bumps and falls and they just they've got to get on with it like you can't sterilize the world and you can't wrap them up in cotton wool saying that nothing you know touch wood nothing I haven't had to kind of go through apart from with Luna's bronchiolitis I haven't had to go through anything that's been that frightening yet so I'm so grateful for that you know things might change after that but look you can only do what you can what you can do what you can physically do the rest they've got to get up to themselves yeah no completely agree uh this one's from sam how do you overcome jealousy or always wanting what others have it's it i think it it's quite difficult um you know when when you see what other people have or appear to have i think appear is probably like the key um word there um and sort of thinking you wish you were in that situation or whatever but i think ultimately you have to be happy in your own um self and your own situation to not feel like that um 
you it's more about concentrating on you and having you know the life that you want to have or just Mm. being comfortable in your own skin um Mm. I think that's when you get to that stage that you don't feel um jealous or any jealousy I think you're right G um I think a really good question to ask yourself when those feelings of jealousy come up because listen we're all human anybody that says they don't get jealous i Look, I don't think that's correct. I think sometimes that monster rears its head. But I like to ask myself the question, why am I feeling the way that I'm feeling? What is it about me that is making me? Because jealousy is all about the person experiencing it. It's not about what somebody else. There's always going to be somebody else who's got, you know, a bigger car, a bigger house, going on nicer holidays or whatever. And it doesn't matter. And I think, you know what, for a certain period in my career, in my telly career, I spent too much time obsessing about what my peers were doing. Everybody else seemed to have got a job over me you know somebody booked that job oh she's working on ITV oh he got that and 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 it was really weird and it was all about me and not being satisfied with or happy with really who I was um the minute I started looking at myself and started thinking right what is it in my life that I don't have or that I want to change or that I'm not happy about and once you start internalizing it and looking at yourself and your own actions you will find that you will stop looking at others and being envious and start thinking how wonderful your life is so I would if it was me I would write a list because sometimes I do this of everything in my life that I love and all of the things that I want to change start from that let us know how you get on with that that is a really good tool to sort out jealousy that's that's a really really great tip though yeah really great jealousy is just a wasted emotion and you know what you should put your energy into like zoe said doing something about um changing the things in your life that you you want to you know improve or whatever definitely um stuck in a rut baby and three-year-old don't sleep all night have put weight on can't motivate self oh bless you oh there is nothing worse than not having enough sleep yeah yeah (laughs) there really isn't um give yourself a break yes your kids are not sleeping yeah Yeah. I mean there is always help so I when you know when people are really suffering when their children aren't sleeping and you really genuinely feel like there is no way out believe me that there always is a way to help um and whether that be you know like working out what it is and the reasons why they might not be sleeping and just trying to put a bit of a plan in place because if you are really really suffering um it is the best thing you can do it's like the best investment you can make as well for yourself and your family um there's so many amazing sleep experts and sleep tools out there um that can help you yeah you're right g aren't you who do we we love um the calm and bright girls yes Um, we did a podcast with them. We also expect the best. We work with them. They do kind of bespoke plans on helping you, you know, get your kids to sleep. Um, but just going back to what what she said in terms of, you know, have put weight on, can't motivate yourself. If you're not sleeping, that is going to have, because um, that's when we do all of our repairing at nighttime. Exactly. So that's when we, yeah. you know, all, all of our, our vital organs, you know, go into overdrive. We top up our serotonin levels. You know, we do everything that's gone on in the day. We're able to repair and, and feel great when we wake up. And if we're not sleeping, we're going to feel like shit when we wake up. So of course, you know, you then turn to certain foods for comfort eating and all that kind of stuff. It's a pattern. I've been there. I know it. Um, and I think if you can try and sort out the sleep thing, like Georgia said, the other stuff yeah. will come a little bit easier for you. But with regards to your weight, it's only once we, the fact that you've written to us and said that you've put weight on and you're not happy about it. If you start 
that is your first step towards you know being a happier you and you need to figure out what that is and what you know have a goal have a small goal i'm not talking about a weight loss goal but i'm talking about how you feel goal and what is that goal so for example you know um is it to do with like you know something in your diet that you think you're eating too much of or like just have a look at what your life looks like and try and make yeah. a small change to get there i think Exactly. I mean, while you're kind of maybe sorting out the sleep issues as well, if you're saying about not being able to motivate yourself, maybe just try, you know, maybe it's getting out for an hour's walk or something like that and sort of setting yourself a little challenge. There's loads of like online resources like that couch to 5k. Honestly, it sounds really, I mean, it might sound scary if you don't like running, but for the first three or four weeks, it's literally like walking, mostly walking. Um, So it's just those little things that can make you accountable and also it helps with your motivation because once you've got over that first hurdle and you start seeing the benefits of whatever the changes that you've made it's easy it's easy the hardest thing is starting yeah um so yeah what did you wear to hospital or recommend (laughs) when going to get induced oh go on Georgia because Georgia had her hair in curls (laughs) do you know what I did the night before I went in to get induced I put my hair in rollers um I planned like four or five outfits in my hospital bag um and I only packed one baby grow that is a fail don't do that hilarious um but do you know what just in terms of like what what to wear when you go in it doesn't really matter what you wear when you're going in because you'll be soon taking that off while they do whatever induction you're having like I had the pessary so I didn't I couldn't wear anything on the bottom um but just something comfy um and do you know what? it's really good to bring like a thin dressing gown into hospital if you know you're going in because the induction process can take a long time yeah. Um, for me it was really quick but for others it could be 20, 24 hours 48 hours until it kicks in so you might just be in the hospital and you probably will feel quite hot and a bit you know a bit hot and bothered and bored so just having a thin dressing gown that means you can just get up and go to the toilet quite easily or anything like that um, that's a really good tip G so yeah, yeah I think that's it's whatever you feel comfortable in Get some nice loungewear as well afterwards because that's the thing you're going to spend the next few months in when you get back. <laughs> Just anything yes. that's cosy and comfy but l- still looks, you know, we're, we're actually going to do a little loungewear edit for you so you can we see are, what we're yes. wearing at home every single day. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Exercise, diet, sex, lives, home decor? Question mark. No, I know. I was just reading that one. I was like, is, it, is that a question? Is that a question? Do we do exercise? Do we diet? Do we have sex and are we any good at any? Well, first three. No, I don't diet. Um, Exercise, yes. Diet, we don't diet, do we? We don't diet, no. We hate that word. Sex Sex lives. lives. We both have sex lives. I was just going to say definitely me. I wasn't sure about you, James. (laughs) I've got a bedroom now. It's a different story these days. Oh, step up, Jameson. We're not on the the bottom bunk anymore. Um... Um, and a home decor that's what my life is at the moment George is really good at home decor I'm terrible running to paint shops so you're not terrible I mean I'm just in the middle of a renovation so it's all what you know it's what everything I'm doing at the moment consists around picking paint colors and 
knobs and light switches and you love picking knobs as well don't you (laughs) i love looking at knobs (laughs) yes don't we all um i would be better at home decor but we we had to move so quickly into a rented house we don't own this house so i can't paint walls i can't change anything it's just we're sort of living in limbo a little bit until we've you know managed to save for the deposit (laughs) Uh, um right let's get into how often do you play with your children that's from Rosie. Oh, that's interesting. That's inter- that is interesting. Um, oh, I've got to be honest with you, I really don't like playing very much. I, I don't. Uh, I don't like, like I'm playing. sorry, but if you know, if 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 you know, one of them says, "Let's play," you know, puppies and vets. I'm like, "Who am I?" And she's like, "You're the vet." And I, oh no, she's like, "You're the puppy." I'm like, "I don't want to be a fucking puppy." And then they have to be pulled around on a makeshift lead, going woof woof woof. I'm like, "It's only. It's never fun. That isn't fun." Right. It isn't fun. Um, I'm yeah, I'm the same though. I'm not that great at playing. But James really enjoys that kind of thing. So he kind of takes the lead when it comes to like playing games with Axel or, you know, playing with Gigi. I mean, I guess the thing I do with them, it's not playing, it's more reading. Like for me, like I love the reading. Yeah, I love sitting reading with them. Um I quite like baking with Axel. I don't mind doing that. Not like anything fancy, just a box. Yeah. a, a box a pre-made box thing but I think it's about finding the things that you enjoy doing and your strengths and do you know and and doing that with them and then maybe it's the nursery where they get to do their crafting or their other you know their other stuff yeah um, and also don't beat yourself up about it because let's be honest you know since Luna and Kit and Isla have got into these shopping list games you know the um we've got like shopping lists we've got dinosaur lotto we're playing those now the rainbow one because um you know that's actually quite fun but look i think someone said it to us actually and it's really stuck with me that if your kids are at school all day and you're working and you're trying to juggle everything and you feel guilty that you haven't sat down and played with them if you give them 20 minutes of uninterrupted attention where you guys sit down and play a board game or you do some coloring in or whether it's reading they will love the fact that that has happened at some point during the day and the rest of the time i think it's really good for them to play with each other or play on their own or just kind of you know if they come up to you and say look can we play a game you know maybe if you've got time you could do it but I think otherwise they've got to get on with it as well yeah exactly I mean what you want to do we've said this before but raise raise independent children like that's I guess that's the goal isn't it we're we're bringing up our children to be independent adults so if the first step is that they know how to play on their own then that's amazing your hair always looks amazing guys oh thanks we'd like to do some quick hacks I've got some quick hacks Go on then, go for it. Go on, you, you right? I, I, a, a really, really good tip is to get heat protector spray. Whatever you do, you have to spray your hair with this before you put any form of heat on it. If you've got hair that is prone to breakage or you know split ends, um, some really, really great ones that I love are the Law, which is like an organic company. Oh, heat I protect. love that brand. Um, I also really like the Kerastase. Um, it's called nourishing milk and you just put a little bit in your hand you put it on damp hair and then you can style it yeah and also I've just started using the Charles Worthington um, range of like grown thick products Um, and yeah they've got a really good heat protector but if you use a heat protecting spray it means you can style your hair better it holds better and um, obviously you're protecting it against 
all the damage. Yeah, no, definitely. I think my number one hack, um, and I this was pre- even pre-kids, was to do it in two different stages. So to wash your hair and dry it the night before and then to style it the next day because... I mean, no one really has time to wash, dry and style their hair in the morning before they have to leave, especially if, you know, you're running out the door to do the school run or you're running to work or whatever. Mm. So that's a really good way to do it. It's just break it up into two two, two steps. Yeah. Um, but also there's an amazing product from Living Proof, two amazing yes. products actually. I was just thinking um, that. Yeah, their dry shampoo is one I think it's the only dry shampoo on the market that actually does clean your hair yes um so that is a really great one it's more expensive than the others but obviously it's going to save you time because you're not going to have to wash your hair as much but then they also do another product called dry volume blast oh my god it's incredible yeah and that's another one like if you haven't got time to style your hair in the morning even if you're going to do like a messy bun or whatever it just gives your hair instant volume yeah um and also another i saw this on a makeup no a hair and makeup artist called donna may i think yeah. her name is i saw this on her instagram the other day um to spray the dry volume blast all over your hair in sections before you um, like you tong it or you style it whatever you yeah. do um and it makes it hold so much longer than it would right. with ordinary hairspray so there we go. Love that. That's what a great tip. And also get yourself some Tresemme um, hairspray because that is the best one. Um, uh, we we love we both love that one. It's yes, just that the is hold a good one. that you get from it is absolutely brilliant. People that think that they don't need to use products on their hair and then expect it to look a certain way that a little bit deluded you have to use the products the products yeah really help. you do yes yeah. they definitely do so we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna finish with the questions now but we are going to give you our five favorite products we're gonna start doing this again Yes, we will. Sorry that we haven't. I know, we've been slacking. So you kick us off. Yes. So Georgia and I got contacted on Instagram by um, a small business called Be Unique Designs. A lovely lady called Jo reached out and said, I would like to make some denim jackets for the kids. Um, Tell me what they're into and I will personalize them. So we were kind of thinking, oh, well, this, you know, they look really lovely in the photographs. They turned up this week. The denim jackets are so gorgeous. I said that Kit was into dinosaurs and she's done a dinosaur, a star and like a superhero. And Luna's got um, a rainbow and a unicorn on the back of hers. They, got, she, I mean, she'll do like if you've got a leather jacket that you want personalized or you want something done to, she can paint on it. She can embellish it. Like it, she's so clever. Yeah, they are amazing. And do you know what? They make such lovely gifts yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, I think they start from about £40 too. So it's yeah. not like crazy, crazy money. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just a lovely brand to check out. Um, so this is a buggy actually. And I do still love my baby Zen Yo-Yo. Like I absolutely love it. I still think it's like the best buggy for me. But as we know, like life has changed a little bit <laughs> since March. Yeah. And where I used to be getting on the tube and, um, you know, going to shopping centers and stuff. And like, I loved having a lightweight buggy with small wheels and all that kind of stuff. I now am going on like forest walks and just not 
it, the the baby's end is just not up to the muddy tracks and all that yes. kind of stuff. Yeah, your lifestyle's changed. So, yeah. yeah, it has changed a lot. So um, I've got a buggy called a Microlite buggy. Um, and the best thing about it is it's got huge wheels, but it also is still really lightweight and it still folds really, really small. Um, so I'm sure there's probably quite a lot of you who are the same as me, like used to city life. And now it's a little bit different. So it's definitely worth checking out because it is still that buggy that you can fold up really small. Like if you haven't got a big car or much space to put the buggy away in. Um, So yeah, it's a good one. Um, Right. My next product is by a brand called Drunk Elephant. I know. Amazing. Um, This is the Makeup Melting Butter Cleanser. And it's, you know, Georgia and I are huge fans of doing hot oil cleanse in the evening. This product, it literally, not only does it do what it says on the tin, as in like it completely melts away your makeup, it smells delicious. It's really hydrating. My skin is looking really kind of dewy and glowy. And I think it's got to do with that. Um, yeah. And also that like it is kind of around the sort of 30 pound mark, but it lasts and lo- you only need a little bit and then you just use a hot flannel and um, it's sort of like having a little spa at home. Oh, lovely. Yeah, dreamy. Lovely, lovely. Um, this is another baby brand. It's a small one called Olivia James on Instagram. Um, so I didn't know this, but bamboo, like um, baby grows that are made from bamboo are actually like, I can't remember, it's like might be five times softer than cotton. Um, so they sent Gigi a couple of baby grows this week. Oh my goodness, they feel, they they almost feel like as smooth as silk. They are amazing and obviously made from bamboo. Love um, that. Yeah, they're, they're really lovely. Now I got her six to 12 months, which fits her and she is 17 months. So they definitely <laughs> come up. I mean, Gigi is on the small side, but I'd like to think they do come up um, quite large. Up okay. And they've got no feet as well, which is great because as we know, then it doesn't matter if then they're a little bit too short on their legs because they can still wear them. Nice. Um, so yes. Nice. Yeah, my final product is another um, clothes brand, actually, a small one on Instagram called Milk Children's Wear, not just for kids. Georgia and I have got our Mama Life hoodies and uh, we went for like a camel colour. We both went for the medium. They're just really lovely sort of like cosy hoodies for the evening. We should have probably gone for the large. They do come yes. up quite small. I wanted one a little bit more oversized, but in terms of the product, it's beautiful. Yeah, and they're twenty five pounds, so yeah. like a really yeah. nice thing to gift yourself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's, that's our favourite um, favourite products for the week, and yeah. we are going to be back on Tuesday, aren't we, Zoe? Let's go and have a nice weekend in lockdown. <laughs> Happy Friday, bye, mate. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.